You got some. Oh, you got some royalty-free music for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right. Uh, we're we're back. The troublemakers are back. We're getting in trouble again. For we're gonna cover the middle section of Tyler Granger's Iowa Trouble tonight. Yeah. But before we jump into that, uh, Evan, you encountered a real physical copy of this book recently, right? I did. I encountered an actual two of them, in fact. Um, I was in Oskaloosa. Um, went to a bookstore called The Book Vault, which is actually in a bank. Um, and it has like multiple rooms that are like special intersections that are um, actually inside the like existing bank vault. But the doors removed, of course. But uh, I found there's an Iowa writer section and I found uh, two copies of his book and I went to the uh, went to the uh, cashier and I said, Can "You please put this back in the vault for me." Um, I didn't really do that, but uh, that's where this book belongs, uh, deep below lock it up. the earth, or <laughs> yeah, locked in someplace very secure. So, so you did not purchase a copy? No, I uh, purchased a one thousand piece puzzle of American Gothic. <laughs> and I purchased a uh, book that just came out about the uh, third class of astronauts uh, for the shuttle program. So, yep. Well, uh, people, if you're listening to this, uh, visit your local bookstore. And if you see a copy of Iowa Trouble there, take a picture of it. Take a selfie with it and uh, send it to Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> Not me. I don't care. Send it to him. He would appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> I know he would. He's been heavily heavily marketing this book um, <laughs> on the internet. And uh, I just was looking through um, some posts about the book. Um, apparently, he went to a Mike Pence rally um, a week and a half ago. Yeah. Mike's been visiting Iowa pretty frequently. Yeah. Hmm. Ugh. wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> so, <laughs> Tyler went to... Uh, Mike Pence event, uh, I guess, brought a copy of his book and got a selfie with uh, Mike Pence, uh, and then also released a YouTube video that was like a deep fake video of Mike Pence endorsing Iowa Trouble. Yeah, um, which is really funny. Um, I'm not really sure what angle he was going for there, but apparently some people got upset. Uh, so he uh, posted on his Facebook that he wanted to clarify a few things. He hasn't switched sides. He's still riding with Biden. So please be assured. He's still got a big supporter in Tyler. Um, <laughs> I don't know if Tyler or uh, Vice President Mike Pence has read my book. I invited. I was invited to his foreign policy summit, but so was every voter in Polk County. I must have missed that. Um, confirmed the invite, got the ticket. Mike's speech is, uh, Mike Pence's speech is what you'd presume. However, when he told the story of how he and his wife were visiting an orphanage in Poland and the amount of Ukrainian children with battle wounds were beyond anything he'd ever seen, that really caught my attention. Uh, he got in the selfie line, thanked him for coming to Des Moines. And then he says he went on Fiverr and hired a guy in Algeria to take the video I recorded, <laughs> create a deep fake promo for my book. A guy in Algeria used my voice, cloned Mike Pence's voice, and used AI to read the script I wrote. <laughs> Here, let me play some of it. I think this will come through. Iowa Trouble is a fantastic book, and the ebook and the print on demand paperback <laughs> is available through Amazon, as well as free on Kindle Unlimited. 
Furthermore, wow. if you are ever in Las Vegas, Nevada, stop by the Punk Rock Museum and check out Iowa Trouble in the Punk Rock Library. Oh, wow. He's got a copy of it in Las Vegas. <laughs> uh, anyway, he apologized. Sorry if I misled anyone. I thought I was doing clever clever marketing video. Um, assume that viewers would know the video is fake. I'll put a link to the YouTube video in the episode he, uh, description. Deleted it for yourself. Reuploaded it with the title uh, "Deep Fake Video of Vice President <laughs> Mike Pence." <laughs> Speaking yeah. in Des Moines. Really Don't want to give stuff. anyone the wrong idea. I like how it sounded um, like he was reading poorly from a script. You know, the yeah. AI AI really captured the sound of somebody reading something that they did not feel. <laughs> yeah. I just hope that guy in Algeria got paid handsomely for uh, his work, but I'm guessing that's not what happened. <laughs> yeah. Fiverr, I think he has to be $5. Oh, is that really... Is that I really doubt the, it, but okay? I, I have <laughs> no idea. I've never uh, used conscript, conscripted labor on the internet before, no. so um, no. It seems like it should be illegal. Yeah. Uh, you well, you want to talk about chapter nine? Uh, sure. Oops, I'm on the Italy chapter. I guess we skipped oh, God, over that don't, one. Don't do that again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, this one is called uh, Sufu about Sioux Falls, South Dakota, but there's like basically nothing about Sioux Falls, South Dakota in the yeah. entire <laughs> chapter. <laughs> yeah, almost nothing. Uh, he writes briefly about a couple of his, a couple of jobs that he had in Sioux Falls when he was done with college, and then he tells a lot of stories about his friends' weddings and bachelor parties. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the jobs that he mentioned, he interned for Senator Tim Johnson from Canton, South Dakota, and he calls him a great Democrat who was just as profound and honest as George McGovern was, but South Dakota did not deserve Tim Johnson. Let me pull up. I have a note there because uh, I, I wasn't super familiar with Tim Johnson. Yeah, me neither. So Tyler said, again, a great Democrat, just as profound and honest as George McGovern which I don't know if that's high praise. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <not> sure. <laughs> All right, so Tim Johnson, these are a few notes from Wikipedia. Tim Johnson chose not to run for re-election in 2014, and it was uh, the 2010 midterms when Tyler interned for him. So Tim chose not to run for re-election in 2014, and uh, no Democrat has held statewide office in South Dakota since. Here's a quote from Wikipedia. In the House, Johnson was among the minority of his party to vote in favor of the Personal Responsibility and Work Opportunity Reconciliation Act of 1996, a welfare reform bill, mm. and another bill to repeal the federal assault weapons ban. He was among the minority of Democrats to vote for President George W. Bush's 2001 tax cut. On January 31st, 2006, Johnson was one of only four Democrats to vote to confirm Judge Samuel Alito to the U.S. <laughs> Supreme Court. <laughs> Whoops. He's also called for broadened use of the death penalty. So, great Democrat. Uh, South Dakota did not deserve him. Such a great Democrat. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, God. These, these weddings. Yeah, there's, uh. there's just a lot of stories about drunken debauchery, bachelor parties, um, getting into fights, selling more fake acid. <laughs> it's, yeah, again, just like weird bragging about stuff that you probably shouldn't be bragging about. I don't really understand what his angle is here other than, I guess, Iowa trouble. <laughs> uh, <laughs> trouble in Iowa. <laughs> the kind of thing that happens in Iowa, you uh, get into a fight with uh, a competing uh, wedding party, like another... Yeah, that's a good another, one. 
completely yeah. unrelated group of people that happen to be in the same venue. I think that was at Ham's wedding or Ham's uh, wedding. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. And he uh, calls the guy that he ended up fighting with Art Major, <laughs> which I was thinking was a pretty, would be a pretty cool name, <laughs> like Arthur Major. Art Major. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, we do get the, the tale of Blossom's death. Oh, right. Like a little bit. So uh, I took my amazing college girlfriend to a wild weekend with Corky Guru when Weird <laughs> Al married Lisa. <laughs> so um, there's some, <laughs> lots of context that needs to be provided for that sentence. <laughs> his amazing college girlfriend, that is not his current wife. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyway. Otherwise, he'd probably say my wife. I would imagine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corky Guru was the band that his friends started when they were kids. And Weird Al is not the Weird Al. It's just the name, like a nickname of his friend Al. <laughs> right. <laughs> not Mr. Yankovic. No. A different Weird Al. But yeah, presumably similarly weird. Yeah. Maybe not similarly weird, but weird. <laughs> okay, but Blossom's death is not related to Weird Al's wedding. They just happen to be in the same paragraph. Uh, Tyler says, I ruined Chris's wedding by not leaving Blossom at the trap house. And then in the following paragraph... I ruined Chris's rehearsal dinner by not leaving Blossom at the trap house. Mm-hmm. So should have left Blossom at the trap house is what I'm getting from, from that. Yes. So I guess Blossom was pretty heavy into drugs and uh, basically got kicked out of the wedding, I think. Blossom burglarized my car on his way out. <laughs> yeah, Chris kicked Blossom out of the wedding party. Uh, Blossom took off with a friend to Iowa City. I never saw him again, and he died a few years later from a heart attack okay so rest (laughs) in peace blossom the juggalo (laughs) blossom the juggalo lived a hard life it sounds like okay but the story of a art major that's i think the the best wedding story in the chapter so yes art major was a groomsman from the other wedding party there's two wedding parties staying in the same hotel and their their first encounter with art major and it is capitalized, both of those, as if it is the <laughs> right. name, like you were saying. Yes. yes. <laughs> Art Major rudely asked about Chris's tattoos, and then he began criticizing and mocking Chris's most recent tattoo, a portrait of his mom who had passed away only a couple of months ago. <laughs> Uncalled for, bro. It's art time major, to throw down. Yeah. He's an art major. He's like... He's an art. He's probably an art critic. Like, I yeah. mean, he he knows his shit. I don't really know. Just because it's meaningful to you doesn't mean it isn't also like ugly. Yeah, we're not provided with a photo of Chris's dead mother tattoo, so we can't judge for ourselves. But that kind of speaks for itself that he didn't include a photo. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of unsubstantiated stuff in this. In this. <laughs> yeah i mean i doubt that this happened at all unless like art major was like super drunk or something yeah no i assume that basically every story in this book is highly embellished (laughs) might be a grain of truth in a lot of it but so uh chris this is the one who's getting married it has the tattoo of his mother he was super drunk we do know that and was like physically unable to fight i think so tyler steps in to beat up art major in his place I began the confrontation by throwing the ice out of my drink at Art Major's back. Come on. Wow. (laughs) Brave. I guess it is what he said was his uh, fistfight technique was to uh, just throw stuff from a distance. Yeah, the the ice cube in Friday (laughs) uh, 
tactic, throwing a brick at someone's head. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when Art Major turned around, I hid behind a group of bridesmaids, so Art Major did not know who threw the ice at him. <laughs> I'm sure that's <laughs> was not immediately obvious he threw the ice at him. I did something like this in middle school once. Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I threw a sucker at somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Was it one of those like caramel apple ones? Because I think that might actually hurt. No, it was. Um, I don't know exactly, but it was like um, like the kind that have gum in the middle. So kind of oh. a big, big sort of blow orb pop on a stick. Yeah, it might have been a blow pop or something yeah. similarly sized at least. Yeah. Art major turned around and went back to drinking at his table. I then took the ice out of PH's drink and threw the ice at Art major. But this time, when he turned around, I was standing there with my middle finger pointed at him. Wow. (laughs) Art Major stormed over to me and yelled, What's your problem? I explained he insulted my friend's tattoo and that he needed to leave. Art Major apologized. We agreed not to fight so as not to upset either wedding party, and he agreed to leave. We shook hands, and when Art Major turned his back to me, I threw my drink on his back. (laughs) This is not a fair fight. Again, yeah. (laughs) That's like, yeah. Not cool, man. I've never been involved in a physical altercation, <laughs> so, but I know the rules. This is <laughs> not, not honorable at all. It's yeah. not honorable. No. Uh, Art Major turned around to square up, and I punched him in the chest, and then he fell down some stairs. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a fucking like, anime, like dragon Captain Falcon punch. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Art Major's fellow groomsmen then split up, some to rescue him and the others to fight PH and I. Chris got out of Dodge. Hams was asleep in his hotel room. H. Diddy was with a bridesmaid, and P.H. was passed out on a bar stool, naked from the waist down. Wait, wait. Mm-hmm. But you said, so the groomsmen came to fight P.H. and Tyler, but P.H. is passed out naked on a bar stool. Mm-hmm. He's <laughs> so going to fight. Gonna... <laughs> He's going to fight the pantsless guy who's passed out. Yeah, they're out. just going to beat up a sleeping <laughs> naked man. <laughs> Who apparently didn't, didn't even have do anything, anything to do with it. Yeah, yeah I didn't have anything to do with it. <laughs> Makes a lot um, of sense. I then threw a chair at the oncoming groomsman. I then zipped up PH's pants, and I returned to the fight. Yeah, sure, buddy. So <laughs> he just he's... stops in the middle of a fight. To, well, I guess, again, <laughs> all of this has been, like, ranged, you know, ranged weapons up to this point. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> he went into fucking, uh, like, what's it called? Vats in Fallout, <laughs> where he, yep. like, goes, like, slow mode. Does it have the pants? Guys, he had, like, yeah, he targeted he had, like enough, uh, enough action points left to do that, but not yeah. to do another attack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the fight was chaotic as, for some reason, some local townies joined in on the brawl and started wrestling the other groomsmen. I don't recall where this wedding was happening, but they're at a hotel bar, I think, right? Yeah, it was in uh, Grand Forks, North Dakota. <laughs> okay, okay. So I guess the the people of Grand Forks, North Dakota, just hang out at the hotel bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> waiting for uh, wedding party wars to join. Yeah. <laughs> All right, during the fight, a bridesmaid grabbed me and told me to get PH out of the hotel bar now. I turned around to see that PH was again naked from the waist down. I zipped PH up again, threw him over my shoulder, and we ran out of the hotel bar. Somehow, PH's pants fell to his ankles when I picked him up, and his cock and balls were on my collarbone with his bare ass in the air. (laughs) 
that was all that I had highlighted. I thought that was a good way to, to leave that story. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, just don't fucking think any of this happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's got to be rough on uh, PH's cock and balls yeah. to be thro- thrown over the shoulder and then your genitals are just slammed into a collarbone. Mm-hmm. Can't be good for you. Yeah. Yeah, so there's a lot of uh, debauchery. Um, he does give a... F- he sells some fake acid um, to a trucker <laughs> uh, yes, and then uses right. the proceeds to buy rounds for the bar. Um, he gave a free shot to a very sexy North Dakota woman with a pixie haircut. Uh, <laughs> both pixie haircut and I were in relationships and we weren't flirting, but I was being charming and I did give her a free drink, which her fiance did not like. <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. then he, he gets in a fight, fight with, with that guy too. Yeah. Yeah. He gets in a fight with that guy. It's just a lot of drunk, drunken bachelor parties and stuff, and getting into fights. There's there's just a one sentence summary of that fight with the sexy pixie haircut girl, her uh, fiance. We went outside and I punched him first. He hit the ground and the fight was over. Hell yeah! So cool, dude. Yeah. So there's all, all these long stories about the the fighting and all the getting drunk and shit at the. Uh, his friends' weddings, and then, God, there's something about his own wedding in here. Where is that? Yeah, he's like, my wedding was perfect. Everything went beautifully. Oh yeah, yeah. It's part of uh, another paragraph about H Diddy's wedding. So his own wedding doesn't even get its own paragraph. But <laughs> H Diddy ruined his own wedding by marrying a catfish. <laughs> I don't know. Presumably, if that's... Uh, like the MTV definition of catfish. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't think it's the MTV definition of catfish because by definition, you don't really get married to a catfish. <laughs> That's true. The catfish is then uh, signing themselves up for quite a bit. Yeah. Know? Yeah. <laughs> a lot more exposure than they really usually want to go for. Okay. Yeah. My wedding was flawless and the best wedding I have ever been to. The girl from Steggy and I got married on Lake Okoboji in perfect weather. My bride was stunning, and all my friends and family were on their best behavior. And then, you know, it's just pretty standard wedding stuff after that. But uh, I love how long all the stories are at the other weddings, and then he just gets, Mm -hmm. like, a very short, like, it was nice. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, pretty funny. Does not say his wife's name, so it makes me wonder if that's by request. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It is very strange that he, like, does not talk about her, like, at all. Which, I mean, that's probably, like, a good good thing for her. But, like, also, mm-hmm. it's all... He's willing to divulge all of these other details that are not so um, charitable. <laughs> Do you remember what he did at his bachelor party? Uh, no. Well, they didn't go to any gentlemen's clubs or do any drugs. It oh, okay, was- <laughs> good. Just guys being dudes playing paintball in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty fun. He also does uh, at one point describe in one of the other bachelor parties taking a blood clot uh, shot, which is tequila, Tabasco, and Pepto-Bismol. Ugh. And he said he immediately vomited on a sex worker because he's saying that this bar was a brothel, which... Yes. Joe's not- bar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when they found out it was a brothel, uh, they decided to to put a bunch of money in a jukebox and put uh, two hours of Slipknot on to, I guess, just ruin the uh, the vibe. 
yeah, the brothel. That's, that's a yeah. I mean, that's fun to do. That's pretty cool, actually. So, <laughs> uh, were you familiar with the term "sniffers row"? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's a couple stories about going to strip clubs, and he mentions uh, people taking a seat in sniffers row more than once. Oh, is that like the front row? I guess. <laughs> I, I I guess, but he doesn't say in the book what it is you're just expected to know what that is okay well i've also never been to a gentleman's club so I'm very yeah, maybe sheltered that's just something maybe you come in the front door and the <laughs> bouncer's like all right take a seat at sniffers row fellas or maybe it's like uh amyl uh nitrate <laughs> like the little uh vhs cleaner uh things they're like using a lot of like uh like sex like stuff it's like a oh, okay. yeah yeah i was thinking it's probably um, not that it's probably not what that is but uh because i'm pretty yeah. sure that's more of like a gay thing but um, oh, okay like poppers yes exactly okay i was thinking when you started talking about inhaling stuff have you ever seen uh blue velvet no i have not okay dennis hopper is in that and he like i i don't know what he's breathing in but he's got like a big like tank of something that he's always huffing ah i see uh Anyway, Sniffers Row, uh, you know, you sit right up front at the, the strip club and uh, I guess you, <laughs> you yeah. just take in the aroma. <laughs> it's a really gross term. And he uses it very nonchalantly here. There's very a lot of nonchalance with the stuff he talks about. Mm-hmm. And, Actually, uh, I did want to read this excerpt from this strip club. <laughs> you remember Dawn? Uh, yeah. <laughs> so at this strip club uh this so this is not joe's brothel this is another place which i think goes unnamed uh the dj announced up next to the stage we have dawn dawn is 18 years old and just graduated from high school give it up for dawn at the sight of men in suits cat calling and throwing money at this naked 18 year old girl i said to myself this isn't right <laughs> It's just total whiplash between like his sense of morality, like things that do like trigger his sense of morality and the things that don't. It's really, really something. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, if you're going to have a line, I mean, I guess this is a good. No, that's a pretty good one. But you're also in the same <laughs> club. Right. You're one of the guys sitting there. Yeah. Uh, I decided not to join them. And instead, I burglarized the gentleman's club. Everyone's eyes were on the dancer. So I took the trash from under the bar and I just started grabbing stuff and throwing it in the trash. I took the trash out to the dumpster where I retrieved the stolen goods. I took an ashtray, a liquor bottle, a wallet, some shot glasses, a lamp, a hat, and a bunch of other stuff I ended up throwing away. Wow, dude. <laughs> <It's> direct action. <laughs> like, he's really, he's really doing something here. Yeah. A lamp? Yeah. A lamp? Yeah. Huh. He just, like, unscrewed the light fixture. <laughs> <laughs> That was all I really took from chapter nine, which yeah. again was titled Sufu. So, yes, and literally none of it happens in Sufu. Literally none <laughs> of it. 